up with Jay Nicole, who is the mastermind behind the latest taco shop that's taken over LA, Sugar Tacos. This is Dream Big. Hey everybody, welcome to Dream Big. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so excited to have a friend of mine, Jay Nicole. We've known each other throughout so many years yeah, here in LA. Yeah, a long time. And I'm so happy to have you here as an entrepreneur who's built this mega taco shop that is creating so much buzz in LA and they're about to expand into their next location, a TV show in the works, which we can't talk about, but... <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not, not yet, but you guys are have some major stuff coming up. So Jade, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, so I, I feel like we've kind of grown up together in LA. I've seen <laughs> you do the hills. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how we met when you were doing the hills. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. Oh my God, it's crazy. Flies. I know, it's crazy to think about that. And then I remember you did my birthday party at that nightclub, which is yeah. now Avenue, I feel like, right? Yeah, they bought us out a right. couple years ago. What was it called? It was called AV. AV. <laughs> and you guys, they threw me the most amazing birthday party. And Jade was like walking around like I'm like, you know, the bad well, bitch. Well, I was one of the owners. <laughs> <laughs> but you were like the like bad bitch walking around like, okay, you get in, you get out of the way, this is her table, this is that, like, I always, like, looked at her, I was like, oh my god, look at her, um, she's like, I feel like you always had that boss in you. Yeah, especially in my early 20s, I, you know, really projected that heavily, right. <laughs> I think because I was young, and because I was a woman in, like, a men-dominated industry, industry yeah. it, it was really hard already, so I feel like I, I felt like I had to be extra, um, which I don't now. I'm much more chill now. But it was right. also a nightclub. I was in my 20s. It was so much fun. But you really had to be like on point right. because like it's really easy to make mistakes. It's really easy to get pushed over. Right. So you have to be real strong and forward in the I, industry. I could really relate to you in that. So I wasn't in nightclub, but I do feel like I always had to be extra strong and extra firm just because I was working in a male-dominated industry, entertainment, Hollywood, and I do feel like if you're not strong and you're not firm with your, like, way, you will get stepped on. Yes. People will walk <laughs> all over you. Of course. But I do feel like with the nature of where things are going and people being more open and more understanding, I feel like I've calmed down, too. Yeah, and then when you get older, I feel like you just find smarter ways to do things. Right. Like, I just find it a waste of my time now. If mm -hmm. people act like that towards me, I kind of just like move on my way and ignore them yeah. before I wanted to like put them in their place and I wanted Proves them to know that I right. was their boss and know that it, like, what I was doing was right and like now I don't even care. I'm like, hey, step out of the way. Right. <laughs> so I feel like you just, you learn a lot as you get older because it, it is a little bit different but it's still awful. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I do like <laughs> the nature of where things are going, um, yes. especially women like you, Jade, who has a mastermind behind Sugar Tacos. If you haven't heard about Sugar Tacos, it's basically a vegan taco shop. Yes. But like when I went to the like launch of Sugar Tacos, I was very inspired because there was all these women who were part of the Sugar Taco brand who have invested in Sugar Taco, who are, you know, your friends. Somehow like they were my <laughs> friends too. And it was just really nice being surrounded by amazing women. And everybody was like really excited. And I just feel like like this is a great time for females. 
Yeah, I mean, when we were doing the company originally, I had you know two male investors that were like, "Oh, we'll fund whatever you want to do," and I was like, "Oh, perfect, easy peasy, got、right. the money." And then I was like, "What am I doing?" I'm like, "I'm complaining that I'm in all these companies that are all dominated by men and they're funded by men, and I'm working with men, and I'm like, then I'm leaving to do my own company and I'm taking money from men. I'm like, why am I doing that?" Right. So, and my first company I invested in, which was the nightclub. Um, I had to fight my way to be an investor, so I'm like, why am I not like offering this opportunity to women that I know? And that's kind of how we started. We went down、mm-hmm. this long road of making like a list of people we knew that we、right. wanted to talk to about investing, and we didn't know if they wanted to. We didn't know if they had money. We didn't know, you know, you don't know anything. And、right. most of them were first-time investors, so we had to kind of talk them through what it means to be an investor. And I loved that part of it because I love that they. We're all like ready to do it, just no one was asking. Right. So it's kind of like this untapped market, and then it's not just like another line on the sheet for them. They're invested in it, like they're passionate about it. They want it to be successful. They come in, they support,、yeah. um, and they're really a, a huge part of the brand for me. So I originally learned about the brand through my good friend Jessica Hall. You guys have seen her on my Instagram. My shows many times. She's a really good friend of mine. She originally introduced me to the idea of, I mean, to, to Sugar Taco in general, because、uh, she's an investor.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Um, and I literally had no idea what to expect. And I went to Sugar Taco. I was blown away. First of all, I'm Armenian. I love meat. I, I I do the vegan diets every year. I do it for 40 days. And but I was so impressed because sometimes you go to vegan restaurants, and if you're not vegan, you're yeah, you're just like, oh, well, what am I eating after this? And I actually loved. The tacos, it was amazing. Thank you. And like I mentioned, it was just like an amazing atmosphere, be surrounded by women, and everybody is lifting one another up and empowering one another. It's so different from like、mm-hmm. I feel like growing up in LA, the times that you did the hills, right? <laughs> yes, everything is different from the times we did the hills. That was a crazy, crazy time. But yeah,、uh, our goal kind of at Sugar Taco is. To get meat eaters as customers,、mm-hmm. vegans will come in. They'll support.、Right. Like it's it's easy for them, you know. For meat eaters, we wanted an alternative where it really tastes like meat. It really fills you up,、right. like meat does, and it doesn't leave you craving more, wanting more.、Mm-hmm. And so our target audience is meat eaters,、um, and we take a lot of time perfecting our recipes. We make everything from scratch.、Wow. Our chef is amazing,、um, and we tested it out on meat eaters. That people that were like, "Oh, I hate vegan、right. food. I'll never." I was like, "Perfect. <laughs> Come on in. Let's、yeah. test our stuff out on you." And so、um, that's kind of our target audience because if we can replace, you know, a meal a week. Or a couple meals a week from these people's diets.、Um, not only is it helping them health-wise,、um, but it's saving animals, it's、mm-hmm. saving water, it's saving trees, it's saving land,、right. CO2. It's like does so much good for the world.、Um, but you don't feel like you're really doing anything. You're just eating bomb Mexican food. Right. <laughs> but it's really making a huge difference in the world. So I guess for our listeners who are listening right now, and if they have this idea, because you have this idea in your head, being、yeah. a vegan to、mm-hmm. create this taco place, right? Yes. Um, what advice would you give to people out there who are in that they have an idea in their head and they want to find money to fund it? Because that's what you did. You had this idea. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Tell me how it started. How、sure. did you even get the idea for it? So I've been in hospitality for almost ten years now. It's been a long time.、Um, so I went to school for、uh, hotel management. I got into nightclubs first and then restaurants.、Um, so it's always been a passion of mine. Um, educating people and making really good vegan food is super important to me because I feel like it is the most impactful thing that an individual person can do、mm-hmm. to help save the planet, which is something that we all need to be doing right, right now. 
Um, with, my, with little things like not using straws. To... Yeah, the, the biggest thing, honestly, I always say you want to do the thing that's the least amount of effort and the biggest impact. Right. So like, of course, we could all stop driving cars and stop flying planes, but realistically, no one's going to do that. There are easy things that you can do, like switching out your milk for almond milk or switching out your milk for rice milk or, you know, swapping out one meat meal a day for not, and right. it makes such a huge difference. What so, about, like, let's talk about the water bottle. Yeah, so... Single-use plastics are the worst possible things other than animal agriculture. And I don't even think people realize how much they use those items, which is like water bottles, um, to-go packaging, right. plastic bags, stuff that you literally use once and you throw in the mm -hmm. trash and then it's on the planet for the rest of all of our lives, the right. rest of everything. So one of our big, biggest initiatives at Sugar Taco are our glass jars. Um, they come with every large drink purchase. And we encourage people to take them home and replace all their single-use plastics. So their smoothies, their coffees, their juices, their waters. Um, I personally have probably saved like 500 pieces just since we've been open wow. of using our jars. Um, and we actually have almost 5,000 of these now out in the world. Wow. Um, replacing people's water bottles, smoothie cups, Starbucks cups. That's amazing. Um, so this is a huge deal for us. We absolutely love these. We all use them. All the owners use them. Yeah. Everyone's obsessed. Um, so this is definitely one of our biggest come initiatives. come in and get it. I need to do something with Glotopia at your spot. Yes, for Maybe sure. Like some launch event or some. I got to do something with you guys and I need to come in and get that. Um, so that's awesome that you're like this. This is your lifestyle, like yes. saving the planet, <laughs> whether it's like being a vegan, whether it's. Yeah, we also plant trees to offset our carbon. Um, all of our stuff is biodegradable, compostable. Uh, we actually compost. Um, we obviously recycle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if going back to your first question of like giving advice to people yeah. that have an idea, um, I always tell people do what you're good at. So I meet a lot of people that they like vegan food, so they want to open a vegan restaurant, but they have no experience. I'm like, don't do that. Like, just don't do that. It's such yeah. a hard industry to get into. If you're vegan, hospitality your is very difficult. Yeah, and and everything is every different industry is hard. But it's like for me, I'm great at hospitality. I'm not going to go try to launch a skincare brand because right. that's not what my specialty right. is. Like, stay in your zone, <laughs> stay where you have experience, where right. you have the knowledge. Surround yourself with people that are smarter than you in the area. Yes, learn from them. Mentors, it's important. Yes, don't just jump into something where you're like, you know what? I have never done this. I've never worked for a company. I've never. Mm -hmm. I have no experience. But whatever, I'm going to launch a fitness brand or a skincare brand or a podcast even like you right. want to really uh, be educated in your topic you want to know what you're doing to ensure success and that you're not just like wasting your time mm -hmm. um, make sure that whatever it is you're doing you're extremely passionate about if you're doing it just for money you're never, never going to be, be successful, successful. No. No. I tell people that all the time I'm like you have to like really believe in right. what you're doing and there has to be a, a mission behind it right. and it has to be more important than like oh I just want to make money because like of course everyone because wants to make money and nobody... there's a million different ways but that doesn't work because when you read like entrepreneur books or even like watching Silicon Valley and I'll tell you first Silicon Valley. right like <laughs> when you own your own company and you're an entrepreneur the first year or maybe the first couple of years, you're not really making much money. Oh, no. My employees no <laughs> for a long time were making more money than I was. All my employees make more money right. than me. Right, <laughs> right. And, and it's something that, like, is not talked about much, I feel like. Can yeah, it, you know, people like to act, like, especially men, and this is one of the reasons why I switched over to a women company, is they like to act like they have tons of money, so they'll rent, like, super nice cars mm -hmm. and this, this, this. And I feel like it gives a false... Um, 
like narrative of right. what starting a brand new business is and like definitely down the road are you making money of course if your company is successful you're right. making money but the reason your company will be successful is because you have to sacrifice literally your blood whole life. sweat and tears your whole life <laughs> you're literally everything right. and and depending on the company for the first year for the first four years maybe right. it just depends on the size of the company that you're you're trying to build and and what it is that you're doing but you literally don't sleep you have no right. social life you so true. don't make much money because if you're paying yourself so a big much. salary you're taking right. it away from your company and it's not really helping your company in the long run so people that are in it for the money tend to pay themselves huge salaries at the mm -hmm. beginning um and it just kind of like you know they take their runway of the money they have right. and they run out of it and they're like okay well now let's try something else right. and, and it's just never gonna work long term it's interesting because i walked in here to the studio and i saw like a, like an empty glass of i mean an empty uh coke bottle and i like was like who put this here i threw it away i saw trash on the floor i picked it up um uh, i don't walk in here and be like wait up i like you know i'm the boss <laughs> let's remove it i like walk yeah. in here and be like wait up this is here this is gross throwing it away oh i wash dishes at my restaurant you know what just Jessica told me actually. Jessica's like Jade is in there hustling. I'm like, I need to talk to her. I need to get her on my show. <laughs> Whatever. I always say, if you're not willing to do it for your company, why would someone else be willing to do it for right. your company? So especially the first month when we like didn't know when we were going to be busy or when we weren't. When we got busy and we didn't have a dishwasher there, like I went and washed dishes because I'm like, we need plates. Right. Like we were running out of stuff. So I'm not going to be like, oh no, well we better wait for a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Like no, you have to do whatever is required for your company to right. run and whether that's like sometimes I make tortillas on the lines sometimes I'm washing dishes um, I'm always there managing in the front helping with customers that's what I do on almost a daily basis myself or my partner is right. always there but um, yeah I mean I clean bathrooms like I'll do whatever needs to be, be done, done so that it's running how it's supposed to run well it's no surprise why Sugar Taco is making a big name here in LA why there's like all these additional places that are about to open why it's a success it literally is because of like how the management is and if you are like a leader and you're in there you're hustling it's your life discipline not going out as much I know how that is I'm not going out at all sometimes I feel like I'm gonna be honest sometimes I feel like I don't have so much like I don't have fun like last night I had like an event yeah. to go to and I just couldn't I have a deadline um, for something and I just had to stay in and work on that and I just feel like I don't have as much fun as I used to anymore but the reality is like I have responsibilities. responsibilities. Yeah. Right? Um, you feel like a real adult. Like, in mm -hmm. my 20s, like, I owned companies, but I still had time to go out and party because right. I had, like, a huge team of people that was doing right. the company with me. Mm -hmm. And um, now that I'm, you know, at the top of the food, the chain. food chain, it's like <laughs> everything lands on me. So um, I can't be like, oh, so-and-so will do it. Like, no, that is me. <laughs> the answer to every single question goes to me. Right. So, yeah, you definitely, I, you can't go out. I don't think that I have actually really drank since we opened because I can't be hungover. Oh, my God. I have Everybody to get up thinks, in the morning and work. <laughs> I love hearing that from you because Jessica will tell you, she thinks I'm really boring because I don't drink. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I went to UC Santa Barbara. We drank so much there. The reason why I don't drink, like, now is because if I drink now and I'm out, it takes me, like, a week to recover. And I need to be on top of things yeah. the next day. I get up at 6 a.m. Like, yeah, I can't afford to be hungover for a full right. day. Like, never. Not even on the weekend. So you need to so tell Jessica after this and be like, Dinah doesn't drink. She's not boring. <laughs> 
I know. It's so funny because, like, in our 20s, like, probably you too, like, me and Jessica partied all the time. Right. I mean, I owned a nightclub. Like, we, and then I owned, like, a restaurant with a huge bar in it. Like, right. it was my job to party. Literally, it was mm-hmm. my job to get people drunk. It was my job to have fun. And um, I definitely, like, got my fill in. Like, I'm good now. Like, I don't feel the need to go out and drink and party really anymore. We do have a tequila tasting coming up, Ooh. which I'm kind of excited I'm for. Excited about that too. I love tequila. Feel free to come yeah. join us. I'll bring um, Ray because my husband really loves tequila. Yeah, we're actually so. working on launching a like a tequila brand for Sugar Taco um, with all the girls. So that's genius. Uh, yeah, I'm very that excited. And I'm like an overachiever. So for Sugar Taco, I took a full year off where we just did market research and traveled around Mexico and ate food wow. and. And so for the tequila, I'm like, wow, I have to drink a lot of tequilas. <laughs> like I already right. have and I already do. Obviously, it's my fourth Mexican restaurant, but, um, but I'm I a perfectionist. But I tequila should be done right for women. Yeah. I, I, tequila is just, it's such a good beverage. It's like the only liquor that's an upper instead of a downer. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's little made calories. naturally from agave. Right. Um, it's like it's the vegan. least <laughs> amount of calories from all the other alcoholic um, beverages. I I don't know that for a fact, but I'm going to believe you, I'm and like, I'm just going to roll with it. I feel like my trainer would tell me that all the time. It's definitely low if it's not the lowest. Right. I think gin is pretty low, too, but gin is, is so gross. Yeah. Um, for me, anyways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's great, and we have kind of, like, this whole really cool, unique concept that we're going with. So um, in the next couple of weeks, we're all getting together to do some tequila tastings, which wow. will be really Hello. fun. Well, <laughs> Uh, well, I want to talk about your background because you are from Canada. Yes. From a farm. You guys, she's from a farm. If, if you're correct. watching this, you're like, wait up. She does not look like she belongs on a farm. <laughs> but she's from a farm. And you came to L.A. to to do Playboy. Is that how it started? Well, kind of. So when I was 20, I was shooting for Playboy, and I was here part-time. Uh-huh. Um, I had never... And how did you even get in with Playboy? Um, just the weirdest situation happened for me. Basically, I got asked to fill in for someone last minute on a photo shoot in Florida with this, like, stock photographer for, like, calendars or something. I don't even know. But it was in Florida, and it was the middle of wintertime. I'm in Canada. I'm like, yes. <laughs> get me Bring me to Florida. I'm so excited. I think I was, like, 18 or 19 then and he I guess was like a scout for Playboy also with that for Playmates and he asked me and I was like oh no no because I'd never seen a Playboy before and I Mm -hmm. thought it was porn right so and I was very conservative like Mm -hmm. I was a kind of girl that would like change in the bathroom at the gym like I wouldn't even change in front of people so I was like this is not for me and he was like listen it's not like you think it is he's like go home like buy an actual magazine and look at the Playmate uh like layout and then call me so I was like, okay, fine. So I told my mom, and my mom actually went out and bought my first Playboy. <laughs> and it was Sarah Jean Underwood's uh, Playmate mm-hmm. of the Month, Pictorial. And I looked at it, and I was like, this is actually really pretty. Like, it was very tastefully yeah. done. It was not, like, aggressive or, like, sexual really in any way. It was just very beautiful. And uh, I was like, oh, actually, like, maybe I could do this. Like, maybe my mom was like, listen, you're only going to be young and hot once. Like, take advantage. And I was like, okay, fine. I love that. That's (laughs) great advice for Bob Gay, by the way. She really did. And I'm so happy that I did it. So I told him, I was like, okay, you can submit me. And he's like, don't even stress. Like, he's like, I submit people all the time and they don't get picked. So, like, you don't even have to be 100%. Be 50%. If they pick you, then you can decide. So he submitted me and a couple of weeks went by and I like totally forgot about it. And I was like vacuuming my room one day and um, Stephanie, who was the head of Playboy at that time, called me on the phone and was like, hi, so-and-so from Playboy, we want to fly you to LA next week. And I was like, 
I had never been to Los Angeles before. Right. Um, but I was like, um, I guess, sure, sounds good. And uh, I flew down. I stayed at the Playboy Mansion. Like, I met Hef on the very first day. And um, what was Hef like? He was amazing. Honestly, he was so sweet and so chill. He has this, like, he's very gentlemanly. Um, people are always like, oh, is it weird? Does he hit on you? And like, not even a little bit. Like, he acts more like a father figure to all the playmates. Right. Um, anyways, he was amazing. Everyone made me feel like very at home and very comfortable. Obviously, it was very different from where I'm from. Yeah. I grew up in a thousand square foot house with five people and, you know, we didn't really have a lot of money. We lived, like our, our grandparents had a farm. My mom still lives on a farm now. We had like two stoplights in our whole town. Wow. So being in LA was very different. Um, but I shot my test and like right in the middle of the test, they were like, half once he was a playmate, we're going to fly you back in two weeks and she and I was like, ah, like it was all just like happening so quickly. There was like no turning back. Um, and so I just flew back and shot it and the wow. rest is history. Yeah. That's so crazy. It was crazy. But I didn't first, I didn't move down here right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lived kind of both um, Like both not by, it's not by coastal. What do you, wait, what part of Canada are you from? <laughs> um, almost the East Coast. So kind of. So kind of. It, it was a be. far, it was like a five and a half, six hour flight. And I would come down to LA like once a month just for right. work and parties and like whatever else. But um, then I went Playmate of the Year. And I met a boy. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, it's meant to be. And one day I literally, I had just bought and built a house. And I had like moved in like two weeks ago. And I was like, hey, sorry, everyone. Like I'm just moving to LA. And everyone was like, what? I don't understand. And I just literally packed all my stuff and moved. Wow. And I never went back. <laughs> so you don't anticipate to ever go back? No, I've been here 12 years now. Like yeah. LA is my home. Um, even for the holidays, like my family comes here. Mm-hmm. I don't ever go home. Yeah. Um, it's too cold. It's cold and it's just. <sighs> That's the, the benefit of living in LA. It's just the weather. Like nothing beats the weather. I mean, mm-hmm. today I like were, literally was excited to wear a sweater because like I woke up and there was so much fog. And then within an hour, it it's was like, like 80 degrees. 80 degrees. And I'm like, why am I wearing a sweater? I went to a brunch and I'm like, why am I wearing the sweater? And I'm like sweating. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It never, it, it, I love even, it. even like the holidays, it will be hot in LA, yeah. but I love it too. Even though I wish we would have four seasons sometimes, but <laughs> you can travel to I Aspen tra- yes, for this Yes, now. exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so no, definitely would not go back there. Um, but I, I like that I grew up there and I still, like my mom still operates her little vegan farm, which I'm trying to get her to relocate to California. Oh, that would be great. Farm to table from yeah. your mom's farm. Right? Wouldn't that be that the best? That would be amazing. I want to set up like a little restaurant on her farm too, so she can just like cook fresh stuff from oh, restaurants. Don't forget me. Because I love those kind of experiences. <laughs> yeah. And she, even now she has like a little stand at the end of her driveway and she like makes her own jams and like wow. pickles her own vegetables and does all this super cute stuff. So I'm like, please come to LA. People love this shit Oh my here. God. It's <laughs> kind of like normal like there right because she's on a farm and here it's like oh this is a great <laughs> yeah because most of the stuff is like processed and full of stuff and right. comes from far away and so I love that she literally just like picks it herself in her garden and then like cooks it yeah that's so amazing. I'm really trying to get her down here where do you see sugar taco going in the next five years um, more locations. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking at two new locations this week. Wow. Um, yeah, I kind of was like, everyone's been trying to get us to open a second location from the day we opened. <laughs> um, and I just needed a break. Uh, the process of opening a venue is so much work, but I right. love it. I love, I did all of the de- design myself on, on the space. It's really fun. And then all the girls helped me like 
they were there painting with me. We, we reclaimed everything from our tables to our chairs. We repainted literally like every surface in the entire place. Wow. So much work. We did the demo ourselves. Um, very hands-on. So I know we're going to be doing it again. So I just needed a couple months yeah. to like break from that. Um, but yeah, I want to really open a lot of locations. Um, we're starting to do some packaged foods. So we have our hot sauce that we're about to launch. Um, it will probably be launched by the end of this month, if not before Christmas, for sure. Um, and then we're working on packaging our meats and mm. our queso, which is like our vegan cheese. Right. Um, and of course our tequila mm-hmm. and just a bunch of other stuff we've got going so on. It's so it's just like making mm-hmm. sugar taco like a household name. Basically. Mm-hmm. Trying to build like a little mini empire and, right. and spread it all over. Well, I feel like you're on your way 1000%. Um, like, have you, like, this show is called Dream Big and it's all about people who have an idea and were able to like create something out of it. Did you always dream big? Like, is that something, is that part of your DNA? For sure. I mean, I always go back to when I was like such a little kid. Like I grew up, we really didn't have a lot of money and I wanted nice things. Like, I don't know what it was always as a kid. Like I just wanted, I I always wanted to travel and, and I just wanted things. And my mom was awesome. She gave me whatever I needed, but she was like, if you wanna go to Hawaii or you wanna go here, like you gotta work and you have to save money. And so I like started making things like I would learn how to knit and I would knit stuff and sell it on my street. I would like paint rocks and sell them as paperweights like and saving up all my money. And um, I started at my first company when I was 16, wow. um, which was kind of like a promotional modeling agency in my town. Um, I saw this opening. I was working car shows. Like, you know, yeah, the girls that yeah, go and, like, uh-huh. stand next to cars. <laughs> um, I was doing that, and it was such good money, especially for someone I was 16 years old. Right. Um, and they always needed more girls. And so I started kind of booking my friends, and, like, I had tons of hot friends. I was booking them, and then I'm like, wait, why am I not making money from this? Right. So I started building that. And That's then, the entrepreneur in you, because other yeah. people would be like, <laughs> no, I was like, I need it. a cut of this. I'm going to get more girls. I ended up having 20 girls on the roster. Um and then probably the first time I thought really big was when I decided to go to college, I wanted to own my own hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took hotel resort management. I'm like, I don't want a club. I don't want a restaurant. I want a whole hotel with yeah. with all of yeah. it included. And I still feel that way. I'm still like working my way up. I think that's like a lot of end goals for me. Um, but yeah, I always had big dreams. I always wanted to move out of my small right. town and, and live somewhere nice and beautiful by the ocean. It was always yeah. a goal. So. I mean, I don't know many hoteliers who are, like, women. It's all men. So yeah. I hope you could change that. I'm working on it. <laughs> right. I hope you could change that. And I do feel like, you know, like, what you've done with Sugar Taco, I know you have one location, but you guys are about to open. It's, like, remarkable. Everybody's talking Thank about you. it. It's, like, the place to be in L.A. And it all just came from you wanting to pursue your passion, which was hospitality and being a vegan, right? Yeah, basically, and wanting to have women-run company. And another thing that is so important for us is we're trying to set, like, a new standard of how people do business right. in this era that we live mm-hmm. in because it's so important not only for individuals to take responsibility for, like, everything that they're doing, all their actions, but it's very important for companies because as a restaurant, especially or any company, you produce so much waste, just like right. immense amounts of trash. Um, and you use a lot of water, you use a lot of like electricity. So the way that we're doing stuff and how we're planting trees and we give back to a lot of charities and um, we have our dog menu that donates to a different rescue each month. We have our kids menu that donates a, a meal to a child in need. And so we're trying to give back and do a lot of good at the same time where I feel like most companies, they open and they're there to make money. 
but we're trying to be like, no, you have to also be responsible for right. everything that, that you're doing. It's that community you're building with your company. Yeah, and we're trying to just like set a new standard where everyone feels like, oh, they're doing it? Okay, we have to do it too. And so I think that small little things like that as it like ripples across all the businesses here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and hopefully out into the universe of right. all across the world, um, we hope that that makes a big difference as well. Did, was there a time where you got this idea for Sugar Dog and people were like, don't do it? Um, not really. Everyone I talked to was pretty stoked about it. Mm -hmm. Um, every so often we would have an investor be like, restaurants are a terrible investment, which they are. 99.9% of the time restaurants are very difficult. Um, but I'd already done many restaurants. So like I know the ins and outs of the restaurants and I know what makes them difficult and what makes them successful. And so that didn't really phase me. Like I already knew that going into it. And if I didn't know that, I would have never tried to, right. you know, I'm, I'd like to know every single part about the industry before I get into it. Um, but almost everyone was like so excited and wanted to be a part of it in one way or another. Oh, so I was really lucky for that. Yeah. <laughs> What's like some lesson you've learned that was like, like a setback, but actually ended up being something amazing for you. Do oh, you there's been that? a billion setbacks. Especially in this town. I mean, the most important thing I always tell people is that like expect that there are going to be terrible days. Like expect that there are going to be days where you feel like completely just quitting and giving up and not doing mm-hmm. it. Um, there'll be days where you'll have stuff that will cost you a ridiculous amount of money that you don't have. <laughs> um, one thing, our roof started leaking before we even opened. Um, if anyone has ever fixed a roof, it is ridiculously expensive. I think it cost us like $12,000. Wow. Um, and that was a line item that was not there. Right. Um, but we got past it, yes. <laughs> unexpected. But now we have a beautiful roof, and we don't have to worry about right. it for a long time. For a long time, and at least it happened um, this winter. You know, when it rained for like a month straight. Yes, it happened before we opened. So, so thank like, God. thank God for that. Because if it had happened while we were opened, it would have set us back. So, so much, much more. So it was awful, but I'm thankful for it. And um, there's a hundred days like that. I mean, some days I wake up where, you know, I'm like, yes, we had such a killer weekend. And then it'll be a Monday and it'll be super slow. And I'm like, oh no, our business will fail. And then right. Tuesday we'll be super busy. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. Oh no, we're fine. And then like, it just happens over and over and over again. And you just have to know that it's going to be mm-hmm. a mountainous course. You're going to have peaks and, and valleys and right. things where you're like, I am amazing and my company is awesome and then other times where you're like why did I do this oh my god it's so much stress and Mm -hmm. and there's no sleep and like why am I putting myself through this and other times when you're just like so happy and so thankful and so proud of what you've accomplished Mm -hmm. and know you're going to get both of those things. <laughs> so success kind of is like this like scribble. I feel like it goes up and oh down and like all, it's never it's a disaster. Like, a, like a straight line. <laughs> no people. Yeah. I feel like people really project that. Like you start this company, it slowly grows. It gets a little bit busier every day. And then it's this successful company and it mm-hmm. runs on its own. And it just, that doesn't ever happen. Like there's right. always going to be setbacks. Even the biggest, most successful companies that you think like are just killing it, no problem, whatever. Like, no, things still happen all right. the time. Laws change. Uh, people will sue you for absolutely no right. reason. <laughs> um, like there are just, there are things that will, you'll lose like an integral employee. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that happens. We just like have to push past that mm-hmm. and Sometimes I take a time out. Like if I have a real stressful day, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take six hours and I'm just going to binge watch Netflix and I'm going to put my phone away and I'm not even going to think about it. And then you come back to it with like 
a fresh, fresh yeah, and it really helps you be like, okay, how can I use this? What can I do for to use this to my advantage? Mm-hmm. How can I turn this around? How can we make up for whatever? And it really helps you kind of get out of the funk and like back into the like positive forward momentum. Yeah, because I wanted to know, like, when you're in those those moments where you want to quit, like, what do you do? So you, I Netflix. Netflix is <laughs> <laughs> it's I all our medicine. <laughs> it honestly is. Right now, I do like the cheesy Christmas movies. Oh, That's yes. my go-to. <laughs> I can't wait to start those. I, can't wait I to just start started those. binge watching, and it really just like resets my brain. Right. It's such a silly thing, but right. it works so well. <laughs> um, well, where could everybody find you? Sure. So my Instagram is Jade Nicole, J-A-Y-D-E-N-I-C-O-L-E. And uh, you can find Sugar Taco at 7257 Melrose Avenue here in Los Angeles by La Brea. Um, And all of our handles and websites are Sugar Taco. So at Sugar Taco for Instagram and SugarTaco.com for our website. Yay. Well, you guys, I cannot wait for you guys to check out Sugar Taco. Um, and make sure to follow Jade if you don't already follow her. This was such an inspirational podcast. I just, I feel like I learned a lot from you, Jade, today, even though I feel like we see each other out all the time. I don't know. I see Jade like at least once a month out and about, (laughs) but I, we don't really like get deep and it was so nice (laughs) to like talk to you past the like, you know, Hey, how are you? Um, I got really inspired and I feel like I, there's like some nuggets I'm going to take away with me and I hope you guys could take away some amazing points too, to help you guys out with whatever you guys are working on in your life. Um, what's your motto, your life motto? Oh my God, I don't really have one. Mm. That's a good question. Um, I feel like now I need a tagline. Well, I feel like if I'm <laughs> listening to everything you're saying, it literally is like, keep going. Because you haven't stopped. Like, you just For keep sure. going. Hard work is really where it's at. But I got to come up with a catchy right. slogan you gotta now. You got to come up with a catchy yeah. slogan. So next time I see you, you got to have a catchy <laughs> I'm slogan. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.